folks named that boy that African name. No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. Plus, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side, right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. This is the year and well, the last episode of the year of the Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 81. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming to you kind of live, sort of, kind of. It's 9-17 on Tuesday night in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillowcase production. And um I guess this is the last episode of 2021. The year went really, really fast. Uh we started this podcast last in 2020 during the pandemic. And it's still a pandemic. And wow, 2021 went fast as shit. So it's not like this is a special episode. I don't have any year end things, nothing like that, but I got a little bit of news and a little bit of shit to talk, so let's just get right into it. What's the freakiest thing you ever did? So I was fingering this girl, right? And you feel me? It just started off with the cooler doozy, you feel me? Hood. Then I stuck that trashy in her hood. Then I threw a photo in that bitch, wiggled that motherfucker. Boom, next thing you know, cuz my whole hand was in that bitch. So I was like, since she opened like that, I'm finna get the punch in her shit back, 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 back of my Tyson, that motherfucker. Mook, mook, make a mock, mook, mock, I'm telling you. Opened her shit, I didn't even wanna fuck, cause I was scared. Melmos, we back. Last episode of 2021. Man, this year went fast as shit. When you think about it, when you when you do shit every week, those seven days go fast. And sometimes, some weeks this podcast came out on a. Most weeks this podcast came out on a Tuesday, but with the addition of the quintessential Browns podcast with Yusuf Ali and Jake Solomon Melmo's 
y'all got pushed back to Tuesday. Well, recording on Tuesdays and released on Wednesdays. Thank you for bearing with me. I see that I lost a couple of my average listeners. I don't know what happened. We had a couple weeks of turmoil in there where uh, I couldn't get the episodes out in time. I think it was two episodes in a row had some issues. And I think that's where, you know, I lost a couple listeners. But for my my male modes that's sticking with me, I really appreciate y'all, man. You know how they used to say, you can be anywhere in the world, but you choose to be here. Well, in 2021, that shit is more clutch than ever when you can stream anything in the world. Literally, you can be listening to music, books, watching a movie on various channels. So much other shit you can be doing with your hour, but you're spending it here with me and the rest of the mail modes. Man, I just, I wanted to appreciate that. I already got a, a mail more appreciation post segment, but I really just wanted to say that again, man. Y'all, y'all don't understand, man. It's so many fucking podcasts so many and y'all chose to fuck with me every week week after week show after show this is awesome appreciate y'all so anyway uh it was christmas this christmas was the most non-christmasy christmas i really don't remember a whole lot of 2020 christmas i just know we probably didn't go anywhere but pretty sure it felt it just at least felt a little more Christmassy maybe because this year was on a a Saturday and we didn't have a day like normally when Christmas is a day off from your job it feel more like a holiday when it's on a Saturday it kind of just Saturday and then we did it early I got I get um I forgot to say my gifts. But I might as well tell you, I ain't get my gifts. I got Jill's gifts early. And she got my gifts. She got part of my gift. And then she felt, you know, we're doing the rest. Like, whatever. It's not it's not traditional because we not tra- a traditional Christmas celebrating couple. We don't have Christmas trees and lights. We're making all these big-ass dinners. Uh, I fried fish. She baked fish. She baked fish. I fried fish, sort of like Thanksgiving. Except this time, I did not fuck up my fried fish. It was fucking perfect. And I'm probably gonna do it again for New Year's. Which is, man, it was fucking great. Um, um, and it just felt maybe because we didn't leave the house. You know, a lot of shit was closed, even though it was a Saturday. We didn't go nowhere. I didn't even buy fast. Like, I bought Chinese food the day after Christmas. We didn't leave the house Saturday. So, yeah, it really just, we watched a lot of TV, smoked a lot of weed, man. It was the most Muslimy Christmas probably I'd have never had. If I didn't have to text people, family, and call my aunt, it really wouldn't have been, it really would have just been a regular Saturday. But, you know. It was Christmas, so I didn't have like you know. Usually, people celebrate. They open up their first gift, or they might open up all this shit at midnight on New Year's Eve. 
And I ain't gonna lie, growing up, that was my favorite shit. Even though I wasn't supposed to even be celebrating Christmas. On that New Year's Eve, 12 o'clock, when I knew I wasn't asleep anyway. Or maybe I was asleep. That way, it was even better. When I was asleep, my mama would wake me up and wake me up with a gift. Like, the gift that she want me to open first. That was that was always dope. Or, if I was already woke, I was just watching the clock, waiting till midnight, and then I would just run down the stairs because the Christmas tree every year was in that corner. Like when you came in the house, it was right there. So it's right by the door. And a lot of times, she would close that front door up, seal it with plastic. My mama was a plastic sealing motherfucker. Anything that let air in, we had plastic over that bitch. So she had plastic over the vents. Like that's the, that's for the heat, mama. That's not outside air. That's the heat. It's cold as shit in here. Please take the plastic off the vent. But other than that, so I run down to the tree. And, you know, just go crazy. And as a full, fully Muslimized, grown adult, that shit, is, that thrill is long gone. But um, I did get to crack open a fresh box of Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios on New Year's Eve. And I don't know if I planned it like that. But it was after two. It was like twelve oh four, and I'll be damned. It wasn't no gift, but I was opening something. It gave me a little bit. It gave me a little bit back. Um, other than that, yeah, like I said, it was just a nice Saturday. It was cool, man. We watched a lot of TV. Uh, uh, for the serial killer this week. It come from what we was watching. And it wasn't even... I'll, I say serial killer like that's my... Like every week I'm going to talk about a serial killer. Which, okay, most weeks I did talk about serial killer. But this week, this dude wasn't a serial killer. He was just a stupid killer. Um, he tried to use sleepwalking as his defense. He said, yeah, he did this shit. But he don't remember doing the shit because he was asleep. So, you know, I don't know if he think he not going to jail. Say, say he really was asleep. Of course, okay. Long story short, he wasn't. He was not asleep. Uh, he is in jail. He tried to appeal the, the death sentence or the life sentence that he got. And he did. It, it failed. He is not getting out. Because according to him, his best friend, who he was in, he said he wasn't in love with, but whatever. His best friend, who now was moving out of state with her boyfriend the day of and the night before, he had got super drunk and got stripped down to his drawers and hid in her closet, being a weirdo. Fast forward to the next morning, he tells her, I got a shirt for your boyfriend come get the shirt before you leave. And, uh, he, he, she came and got the shirt. And, he said, 
Now, now he had, according to his mama and his sister, he had fell. He sleepwalked a couple times when he was little. So they were standing by that. Nobody else other than his mom and his sister, you know, witnessed this guy sleepwalk. But whatever. Fast forward all these years later. He said she came and got the shirt. He was laying down. He was asleep. He was asleep, right? She came and got the shirt. She knocked on the door or she, she came in the house. She had a key to it. She's later. She wasn't just his best friend. She was also a roommate. He opened the door. He said, you know, hey. He said they talked for a few minutes. She gave him a hug. Goodbye. He pointed to her where the shirt was. And she was leaving out. So whatever she did in the mo- in the moments from her talking to him and hugging him. He fell back to sleep, and then in a sleepwalking trance, approximately five minutes later, he stabbed this girl 25 times and covered her body with a blanket, and then put his clothes back on, and then left the house, and then called the police and said, uh, I think I, it's, a, it's been a murder. I think I did it. Motherfucker. He's sleepwalking five minutes. Anyway, so that was the killer. That was just some dumb shit. If you don't watch it for yourself, I think it's on Hulu. I don't know what it's called, but I think I just ruined it. It, it is. He didn't do He did it. He wasn't asleep. You stupid motherfucker. You're going to fall asleep in five minutes. Anyway, that reminds me. I have an update from last week. Last week, uh, um, I told you about the dude who... I guess he was the side dude to the girl. And she was over her boyfriend's house. And he pulled up and, you know, made himself known. Like, hey, I'm here. Come outside. And then, then just left. Or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Weird shit. And I forgot to bring up at the time, I had a similar experience. The girl I was messing with at the time, her name shall be withheld. This was 2003, though. I do remember that. Girl I was messing with, she over to my house and she drove. I think her father, it was her father's truck, like a pickup truck. She was driving. She drove to my house. And, you know, she was, you know, getting fucked, you know, doing what girlfriends, the girl, whatever the fuck she was telling me at the time, supposed to do. And we come out the house, and it's a T-shirt that he didn't. I guess she bought him. I don't know. It was some T-shirt on her outside rearview mirror, draped, you know, hanging up like here. Here's your shirt back. Real weird shit. And uh, that's all. That just reminded me of that. That was just. Well, I don't know what. The, the mindset of the of the of the what do I want to call this guy the fuck over e the, the fuck e I, <coughs> I don't know what what term 
what makes these guys want to do these things when I, I don't know, but it, we, everybody was young, so I'm gonna chalk it up to that. Um, what else I saw this week? I saw this, they said that um, cancel culture was coming for Karras once. I showed this to Jill, and what it was was he got a song called 13 and Good. Came out in 91. On the song, he talking about how he fucked with this girl who turned out to be, he thought was much older, but turned out to be 13 years old. And on the hook of the song, it's the sample good. So he's saying shit like, man, I know she was only 13, but she was good. And then like his homeboy say something like, yeah, but when you go to jail, that shit won't be good. And he's like, yeah, I know, but man, that shit was too good. You get the gist. So basically, he's saying he's trying to justify the fact that she was 13 by saying she had some good pussy and she's don't look 13. And they telling him, hey, man, you crazy. You gonna go to jail or get, or get beat up or killed or something. And he on, he he's saying it's worth the risk. Fast forward to the last verse where this said 13-year-old girl wants to now t- tell her father what she been doing. So, Kara's one character, and I'm saying this purposely, his character panics. By now, the girl's father come over with the gun in hand, and now threatens Kara's one's character into a sexual relationship between him and the father in order to keep his secret with his daughter safe. And apparently these people were thinking Kara's one's storytelling ability was so believable that he must be this dude that's fucking the 13 year old. So they want to cancel Kara's one because he must he out here fucking 13 year old. Never mind the fact that the rest of the story he gets turned into a sex slave by a grown man. So, even if you did believe that Karras one was this sexual predator as portrayed in the first two verses, why then would you attack him for being a victim in the last verse? Why wouldn't you support this? Do you, I don't know what's going on with the, with which which way that they decide to go with this. I just want to know, like, how, is he a victim or is he a monster? Or is he both? And if he both, how are you just attacking him without attacking this father who is fucking him at gunpoint? So you got you got at least if you're gonna go this far to get mad at Kara's one, we gotta at least find out this guy's name other than father. Cause they don't say his name on the video. So I mean we can find him, we can look, we can use the physical description from the video and maybe try to find him that way, but it'll be a lot easier. Just to look at the IMDb credits, um, but if y'all gonna come after Karras one, we got we have to go after this guy, and that's all I'm saying. Oh, this fucked me up. Fucking, I popped the hood. I popped. Um, I popped the hood. I'm popping the hood on the car. 
to see if everything is all right because the car is running hot. I don't understand why the car is running hot. Normally, when the car runs hot, the radiator is busted. It's uh, a head gasket leak. Something, something is leaking fluid or something going wrong. The thermometer is off. Something is making the car run hot. But from what I can tell, my 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 general car knowledge, none of these easily identifiable easily identifiable problems, you know, appear. So I do a little further inspection and I open up the cap on the radiator reservoir just to make sure that the tube that the radiator that you know that helped the radiator go to the motor ain't blocked up ain't this a bitch ain't no tube so now I'm thinking set up because this is not this is not a car part that just you know the tube don't just fucking dissolve it don't just break off. It, it, it's a real tight. You gotta, you gotta get that bitch on there good. That bitch is on there tight once you get the tube connected to the fucking holes and, and all this shit. So it ain't just fall off. So somebody set me up. I don't know if it's the dealer or the last mechanic or the oil change people. A lot of motherfuckers have been up under that hood. All I know is somebody set me up. Now I want to do my own oil change. And, and YouTube, anything else that happens. I don't want my car out of my sight. I'm, matter of fact, next time I do have to take my car to get anything, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to the, like I said, to the oil change place. I'm standing right there next to that motherfucker. You better give me some hard hat, some goggles or something. Or put a sign up, because I'm standing right the fuck there. Y'all got me fucked up. Motherfucker. And uh, lastly, this clubhouse shit is uh, gaining traction again. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe it, did, maybe it never fell off. I don't know. But it's, it's more snippets. I'm hearing more and more like the Jay-Z thing, Twitter space. Whatever the fuck this shit is, people talking. All this speakerphone talking, right? So this time, Mano gets on there. And he threatening some dude. Yeah, he gonna burn him and all this shit. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute, ain't Mano supposed to be a tough, like a street tough guy, like a a, a known street guy? And he must have forgot too, because next thing he said was, you know what, you got it. I'm gonna holla at y'all, and and abruptly get off the phone. It's too late now. The motherfucker you was threatening to burn and bury and all this shit. You better hope he don't stub a toe. Clip his fingernail too deep. You gonna look? They gonna be on your ass, tough guy. Talking all this shit out loud. So good luck, Mano. And uh, health and wealth to that other motherfucker who he was threatening. All right, let's do some news.
You want the number? What? You want the number? Preserve Pot Academy, where they strive to teach you how to get the most out of that bag, where the number one golden rule is that it's not a cigarette butt, that is a weed roach, it's weed in there, do not throw that away, break it down, um, put it in a, in a, in a motherfucking bowl, and shit. If you somewhere where you ain't got nothing to fucking nowhere to keep your roach, then I guess you gotta smoke that bitch down as far as you can till it ain't nothing but smoke coming off your fingertips. And uh, that's about it. But we don't waste shit. That's the number one rule. You're getting the most, the most out of that bag. Uh, but uh, with that said, it's not a whole, whole lot of news, but um, we're going to get to it. Hold on. Give me one. Give me one second to write this down. Um, small chronic break, as Snoop Dogg would call it. You know, you get these ideas. Melmos, y'all know for firsthand as a weed, as a weed smoker, as a constant weed smoker, all day weed smoker. Um, you get these thoughts and, and ideas and whatever the fuck you gotta write that shit down or it's gonna be gone forever or at least gone until maybe something else remind you of that shit but I ain't counting on that I'm just gonna write that shit down off the top anyway um, saw a video where this dude made some acid type shit and he had it in like a it looked like a blender but it wasn't blending it was just in there and it was bubbling and all this shit it was acidy as fuck and he put half the chicken leg a raw chicken leg in there and about I don't know if it was time lapse video or not but 15 seconds later that motherfucker was half disappeared bone everything then he poured another solution type shit in there that did the other half it didn't it didn't dissolve it but it like melted it like it it was in a way like the way like ah man the way that shit was I was thinking man fuck bullets you put that shit in a super soaker 
you can win the war. You will fuck some shit up with that shit. Ain't nobody gonna want to be get hit with that shit. So I don't know. Maybe I said too much. Maybe I shouldn't have said it out loud. Maybe I should edit that this part of the podcast. But I just think that's a good idea. And if anybody got a plug, you know, you know what to do. I know where to get water guns. I don't know where to get that shit. And I know it's some scientific, chemically shit. I look, I can find the link. If anybody got the got the chemicals and the know-how, I can show y'all the link. I show, I can send y'all the link. Anyway, let's let's discuss that off pod. Um, saw some shit in Japan, and it came out with this dude and invented a TV where you can lick the motherfucking screen, and the shit gonna taste like. Whatever the fuck you looking at on the screen. And of course, on some hot shit, first thing I thought was, well, I thought a few things. Number one, how much is this TV? It gotta be expensive. And then with COVID and everything, that's probably going to hurt the sales. If the TV is based on licking it, I mean, COVID, you can't keep, you ain't going to be wiping it down all the time with Lysol spray or whatever the fuck Windex and then licking it. That's going to, everything going to taste like the Windex. So then, then I'm thinking, that's a great alternative to weight loss. Because if all you got to do is lick the screen to taste the shit and not eat the shit, then fuck. All you got to do after that is drink water and eat salads and you'll lose weight in a heartbeat. So really, all of those things, when I look, after I watched the story, it, wasn't, it turned out not to be some hot shit. Because what the dude did was he fused some some flavor sprays into the into the back of the you gotta see the shit man anyway he put a bunch of different flavors you know the main salty sweet bitter you know all these flavors and then he added all these other sub flavor I don't know the only, the only question at this point is how many different foods can he emulate cause this is a lot of shit I don't know how many flavors he added but you know, I don't know if he got no Laurie's flavoring. I don't know if he, you know what I mean, no uh, Casey Masterpiece or Open Pit or whatever the fuck flavoring. So I don't know who he trying to market this shit to, but it is a good idea. I just need to know what all flavors he got, because if he got like, like. Apple Jolly Rancher or some shit like that. I don't want that shit because I, me myself, I can't eat. I can't eat candy no more. But if I can taste candy, I'm sold. Matter of fact, I need to find out what's the name of this shit so I can put some stock in it because once this shit hit the market, it's a wrap. Um. 
a couple more shoplifting videos. I guess this is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be a thing from here on out. I see. Um, once upon a time, you know, this time last year or whatever, when PPPs was going out and and unemployment was popping. I think they had did a tax credit thing where you was getting $3,600 and like it was a lot of money going out this time last year and um, wasn't as many as these shoplifters but you saw people you saw videos of people buying dumb shit like arm guns and shit like that but it's the reverse now now it's, it's the it's total opposite now everybody is stealing shit so now this time, this lady was in Rite Aid with a fucking pickaxe, which if she'd been watching the video, she'd know that you don't need no weaponry. Now you're going to jail. Because now it's robbery. Well, you're probably going to go to jail before. But now you robbing. You, it's robbery. It's, it's, it's threatening is is a, a, a deadly weapon a, a brandishing a death it's all type of charges other than just the shit you was gonna take out of right aid and it's right aid you you really don't need a pickaxe for right it, whatever you was gonna steal that right aid wasn't nobody gonna challenge you to the point where you need to use that pickaxe you going to a bank or something then you might you're gonna get shot but you just don't need a pickaxe for Rite Aid. So, that was that. And then, on the other hand, so Walgreens in Baltimore that can put regular house doors on the front door. Ain't no more, you know, them doors that automatically slide open or them doors that you can swing over from either way that you can push or pull. No, 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 no. No, because with them doors, if you shoplifted, you can just run out the door. No, so now at that Walgreens, they have a security. You gotta get, you gotta knock. Basically, you gotta knock. And hope a motherfucker hear your, hear some, hear, like one of the cashiers hear you or, cause I don't know if it's a security guard there or not, but somebody gotta let you in, and I assume out. So, motherfuckers going in that way. Lock the door behind you, like they going to somebody's house. So it's gonna be hard. Not that stealing is gonna be, you know, completely deterred, but you gonna think twice if you got a handful of shit and somebody gotta let you out. That's all I'm saying. Kudos, uh, Walgreens. Y'all trying. Y'all trying. Damn, y'all trying. Oh, since it was Christmas, it was, you know, hella Christmas videos. And, um, one stood out. This dude, uh, he broke up with his girl on Christmas Eve. And she was like me as a child. She was excited to open up her first gift at, at midnight and he recording it and she got on her cute outfit um with the, with the little ass out onesie so she probably was thinking you know Christmas Eve 
open up my gift, and now you know, do sex. So, no, nah, your boyfriend fucked her up. She unwrapped her luggage like it was a suitcase, and she looked kind of confused, like it was a suitcase. But you know, it wasn't a new suitcase. She had to. I know this suitcase look suitcase face. And then she opened up the suitcase and it had clothes in it. Hers. So again, she confused. Oh, trip. We going on a trip. No, you get the fuck out. I know you cheated on me with, with dude. Who is dude? Who is so-and-so? Who is so-and-so? She said, what? So-and-so? He said, yeah, who is so-and-so? My co-worker? He said, yeah, now you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, and then the tape stopped. So I just thought that was pretty clever. You know, breaking up is never easy. But if you got, like, evidence and, and you fed up too, or whatever the fuck, if it's in... I man or girl, I'm I'm just I'm just speaking to my male most. If you have if everything is in the ball is in your court, then shit. It ain't that hard. It might be hard to get broken up with. But the, doing the doing the bringing up So that was that was slick how he did it. Um, but you know, it's fucked up to break up is overall is what I'm saying breaking up is terrible unless somebody cheated on you and then fuck them uh, uh, this kind of fucked me up I saw you know these Chinese food videos they try to get you to not you know, eat Chinese food. They try to, they try to make it. You know, they try to show you the dogs and the cats hanging up in over in, in actual China and wherever the fuck these little villages over in Asia where they actually got the, you know, the the animals hanging up in the window and they showing them chopping the heads off of the dogs and all this shit. And the, so it's like, all right, so we know we eating that shit, right? But for whatever reason. I still every week go get me some orange chicken and beef and broccoli and I just eat the shit so it ain't killed me yet it ain't made me sick stomach hurt throw up shits sweats shakes nothing so whatever the fuck it is it been working and you know so Hey, but this video I saw of this motherfucker Chinese uh, food place worker, or whatever Asian food, I don't know. The video said Chinese, but these motherfuckers don't know. Anyway, he didn't spill some shit outside, outside on the ground, and scooped the shit back up. And took it back in them, put it back. He didn't put. He didn't put it in the garbage where you think. Oh, he about to put that in the garbage, or even just leave it on the ground. 
No, he put that shit back to be served and used and eaten. And that right there is worse than seeing skinned dogs on the table lined up in a row to be eaten. Cause don't be put, don't spill no shit and then put it back in the in the cup. That's fucked up. On the floor where people spit and piss and animals and shit. Outside ground, not the floor, the ground. I was being the floor would have been one thing. You putting this shit on the ground? Oh, that was some nasty shit. So. I'm not, again, I'm not going to stop eating Chinese food, but I don't never get too much shit with sauce. But they do, I do get the dipping sauce for the egg rolls. Fuck. Alright, I don't want to think about it. I shouldn't have watched that video. And lastly, um, another subway worker. I don't know what it is about subway. And why they go viral. But, they do. Another subway worker. And it don't be fights. It's never fights. Fighting is for Popeyes. McDonald's is for tearing shit up. And the occasional fight. But McDonald's usually just get their shit tore up. But subway have individual characters. Like the girl that um stopped the robbery. Took the gun from the robbery. Like subway. If you work at subway... And you need you need a TikTok following. Hey, that's a match made in heaven. Except this motherfucker just he went. I don't know if he even realized he was on film because this motherfucker was fucked up. He's sitting on the floor. He got his drawers down or barely on. He damn near naked. He he fucked up. He got sauce and 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 all type of condiments and all type of shit around him. Look like he just woke up from a New Year's Eve party from 2019 and he is fucked up. And I don't know who caught him. I don't know if it, it had to be a fellow employee. But if it, if it was, that's fucked up, man. Unless you're the boss. That ain't your business. Punch in and tell him Hey man, management is coming. So you, I don't know if you're supposed to be here or I know you ain't supposed to have your pants off, but he ain't do none of that. So that's fucked up for that dude. But shout out to Subway again, making making fucking Insta stars out here. All right, let's go down memory lane a little bit. This week on that time, I don't know why. Maybe because I was watching Southside all weekend. Also, shout out to Will Miles, great show. Um, but yeah, 
this is I'm gonna tell you about that time I drove to Chicago basically just to get some pizza and stay in a hotel room that I barely got. I mean it was, I was messing the girl I was met at the time again, name withheld. Um my mama had just got a car and usually when she get a car, it'd be like I don't know, uh escort or a station wagon or some shit like that. Like ever since my father had stopped selling dope and went to the nursing home, all the fancy cars had ceased. Like we were driving around in my shit, Thunderbirds and whatever the fuck. So like at the time I had a which car did I have when she got that car? This 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 was 05, so I think I still have my Cadillac. So I had a uh, a, a 92 Eldorado in 05. That bitch was hard as fuck. It was clean. Oh, that bitch was nice. Don't get me started. Anyway, so my mama get this fucking 02 Oldsmobile Alero. And I'm like, number one, how did she do this? She ain't got no driver's license. How did she get a car? But that's here nor there. She got a car. Brand new car, 30 day tags. And I say, Oh, I'm about to break this in. I'm about to rent this from you. And I gave her like 50 bucks, I think. And we put some gas in that bitch and drove to Chicago that night. Just cuz, just to break in a new car and listen to music and smoke weed. And. We got there with zero plan. Didn't know, didn't know nobody. This is pre-comedy, so I have no hookups. I don't got. I don't know nobody. I'm just in Chicago, driving around. I don't even know where to park. We. Even, I don't even think we got out till we got to the hotel that we were supposed to be going to. And then we go to the hotel that was damn near booked up. Paid too much for cold ass room I remember it was cold the heat the heat didn't come on it was cold as fuck in that bitch and once we got our room key we left back out went and got some deep dish pizza because they say Chicago gotta get some deep dish pizza that shit was might as well have been a bowl of pizza that shit was some bullshit I was mad as fuck then we stayed next day we was like what we gonna do? Like we ain't go to no restaurants. We didn't go to no museums. We just drove back home, and I guess we was like, "All right, this car, this car works." Next thing you know, I was driving that car all the time. It might as well have been my car. And then I don't know what happened to that Alero. It lasted a good, had a, got a good two years out that bitch though, maybe three. Oh well. Shout to the Alero. You was a good one. Um, but yeah, that time I took the Oldsmobile to, to Chicago just because it was new and we had shit else to do and we had gas money. This week on Puddle Tracks, 
Marvin will give us an update on how he handled his security situation. Marvin said one stripper got all her stuff in storage because she moving and she couldn't figure out which box she packed her strip stuff in and she didn't want to be late. So she just came to work anyway, thinking that they was going to, you know, give her something to wear. And they did. Just not, they didn't give her nothing to strip in. They gave her one of those black and white security t-shirts and made her stand by the door. She was sorry as fuck because she wasn't making stripper money, but they still, I think they paid her like hourly. She made something. <laughs> well, as y'all know, this COVID shit is definitely not going nowhere. But somehow we still doing comedy in it. This segment of the podcast is the Mel Moore Appreciation segment. Just want to tell y'all thanks for fucking with me. I uh, hope y'all enjoying the show and the podcast so far. I hope y'all telling people to listen to it and sharing it. Uh, I hope y'all leaving five star reviews if you're listening to it on Apple. I guess that's what y'all supposed to do. I really don't know why they tell everybody to tell people that. I don't know. But it, just please do that for me if you, if you would. If you're listening to it on anything else, just keep listening to it. I guess that's all you do on, on anything else. And that was five-star reviews. And um, I appreciate the support. I fuck with y'all. Thanks for fucking with me. Let's keep it going. Roll up. All right, Melmos. We have made it to the end of another show, and hopefully everybody make it healthily, healthily, hopefully everybody make it healthy <laughs> through the end of the year, 2021. Wow. But as usual, before I let y'all go for the year, there is just one more thing. Uh, this is just alluding to what I was talking about earlier with the whole shoplifting shit, man. I was thinking with Amazon getting bigger and bigger and bigger and shoplifting getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it's only 
for so long. It's only a, amount, a certain amount of time before the two co- combine and collide and overlap. And what's going to happen is everything going to be online, man. Because the stores are going to get tired of this fucking stealing shit. And ain't nobody doing nothing about it. Your employees letting motherfuckers walk out with handfuls of clothes, jewelry, and video games, and TVs, and dogs, and pills. What the fuck? So, take advantage now, man. I say everybody that, you know, get your little cigarettes and little snacks and all that shit from the store because that shit is about to be a wrap. Y'all got about six months or less. So... If y'all got little relationships and all that shit with the little store man, with the weed, with the rap man, and with the cigarette man, with the all that shit, they about to be playing the. Oh, matter of fact, that's gonna be the only thing you're gonna be able to do at the store is play the numbers. Matter of fact, then again, no, because I'm surprised the real geniuses will nah, because that's just that's like you might as well rob the motherfucking store. So yeah, the only thing you're gonna be able to do pretty soon is go to the store and fucking play the lottery. So, other than that, this shit is about to be a wrap. Um, just like this year is. Is a wrap. Um, it was good, man. Um, that's it, man. 2021. This is crazy that I've been doing this podcast every week this whole year. I think I might have missed one maybe two i'm not sure but this definitely helped me get through the year i hope it helped y'all get through the year um i hope you laughed i hope you laughed some more i don't think i had too many cried moments but i'm pretty sure i hope you laughed a lot uh i hope you learned um i hope that i got some new listeners and I don't necessarily care about the follower count as far as social media. That's that's cool. Uh, I don't think that that is ever gonna be my my ultimate you know source of income if I you know whatever the fuck on social media. But with this shit right here, man, if this can be my shit, if I could just do podcasts every week and, and not have to worry about going to work. You know, a regular job. Not that a regular, nothing wrong with a regular job, but any any way to get paid that's not illegal is cool with me, man. So don't be ashamed. But I'm just saying, man. This this podcast thing is is my 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 fucking joy, my fucking stand up comedy, and fucking I don't know what the fuck is going on with stand-up comedy, man. I need to... That's one of my resolutions is to really, really try to get back out here on the stage. But COVID and... Uh, it's just weird. It's a weird time. It's not... Uh, I don't know, man. Stand-up comedy is still there. It ain't never gonna not be stand-up comedy. But this podcast shit, is, I love it. I get to talk and educate and get some little, little stories, a little personal shit it's been good it's been therapeutic it's been helpful it's been a nice outlet for all this you know shit that i have to say on a weekly basis on a daily basis but i just i can get this to a week and you know give me about an hour or so to get to talk to this shit like i said i got 
you know, a handful of listeners, but that's okay, man. I appreciate everybody. I don't even, if I know each one of y'all personally, that's even better. That's ultimate support. Because that's really wanting to see a motherfucker, you know, succeed that you know. Like, it's easy to get support or easier to get support from complete strangers than it is from people that you know. So, if I know you and you listen to this shit every week, man, that's good looking out, man. I love you, man. Much love. And if I don't know you and listen to this shit every week, I love you too, man. That's amazing. Y'all fuck with me every week, man. So, appreciate y'all. Uh, going into the next year, ain't shit changed. I'm gonna try to get y'all through next year the same way I try to get y'all through this year. Try to the way I try to get everybody through every single day that listen to this. I don't know if you listen to this today or you might listen to it on a Friday. You might listen to it on Sundays. I don't know. But what don't change is the advice to help get through this motherfucker, man. This shit. As we all know, this is a crazy motherfucking time. So staying alive on some BG shit is really just trying. We really just trying to stay alive out here. So it's a couple ways, man. It's, and other than I ain't talking about all that physical health shit. Y'all do what y'all want to do, man. But I'm talking about mentally. This is how you get through this shit, man. Listen, number one, count your blessings, man. I, I, sometimes I say them in order, but I don't know, man. I'm just going to say them, man. I don't know what they ain't no first and last, but count your blessings. That's the number one most important thing probably on the list of things to get through the fucking day. Because especially this day and age, man, social media, all you do is see other motherfuckers posting their highlights and what they done got, what they doing, what they, what they you know, they got a new job, they got a new baby, they got a new car, they got engaged, they got whatever the fuck, man, and it's good, good for all that, man, that's great, but focus on you, man, don't let that shit make you feel less, count your own blessings, remember, everything you got, if you, anything you got right now, if you can hear my voice, anything you have in your worldly possessions right now, anything, imagine waking up not even tomorrow. Imagine going to the bathroom and coming back and that shit is gone. That's how fast shit happens. So, appreciate the shit you got. Don't worry about the shit you don't have. Fuck all that other shit. Count your own blessings. Your own motherfucking blessings. Alright? And this is another one that I'm, I need to start saying. Matter of fact, I'm going to write this down too. Because this is so crucial. This is, it is related. Now, while you count your blessings and focusing on what you have instead of what you don't have and, and all this type of shit, another thing you need to really, really, really try to do, it's hard for people to do it. I'm going to say it in the simplest terms, is stop giving a fuck. But... It's so much easier said than done. And what I mean is, stop worrying about what another motherfucker think about anything you got going on. Anything from top to bottom. Stop worrying about if a motherfucker worried about what your shoes look like, what your hair look like, what your coat look like, 
what your house look like, what your car look like, how much money you make, what kind of job you... Stop worrying about what another motherfucker think about what you doing. Because another motherfucker ain't doing shit to help nothing. If a motherfucker talking about your shoes... Is he going to buy you some more shoes? I know this shit. And it's funny because this shit sounds like shit your parents would tell you when you got made fun of when you was little. And you like, I can't take that. I can't go to school talking about some, at least I got shoes. But listen, motherfucker, that's what it, that's the bottom line. At least you got shoes, motherfucker. And a a lot of kids would come back with that and get laughed at. But at the end of the day, they was right. Those kids was right. They weren't creative. They ain't had no no competitive, no 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 snapping skills, whatever the fuck. But they was right. Fuck with another motherfucker. Think about what you got going on, man. The fuck. Wish I would not do something because with another motherfucker, I don't know, or even if I do know. If I if we ain't fucking, and you ain't my mama. Or my close sibling. I don't give a fuck what you got to say about what I'm doing. And that's just... That's just about... Should be everybody's situation. I mean... I don't know. That's just what I'm telling y'all. Stop letting other motherfuckers... Steve Jobs said it. Nipsey Hussle sampled it. Just stop, man. And I know... This usually is done in like this is usually like a five minute closing segment, but no, no, no. Today I'm rocking today because this is new. This is this is the year end episode. Anyway, oh, do unto others. Don't ever forget that. Put yourself in another motherfucking shoes and just think, man, would I want this motherfucker to treat me like this if I was them? No. That's it. That, that that can go a long way too. That might that might be more important than counting your blessings. Doing unto it won't be no stealing, no killing, no lying, no cheating, none of this shit. But you don't want done to you. Simple as that. Simple as that. Why you robbing? Why you stealing? Why you why you keying motherfuckers' cars? Why you cheating? I mean, it's simple shit, man. This is not rocket science. This was one I added recently. Stop comparing shit. Enjoy the fuck what you're doing when you're doing it. For you can't do it no more. And it ain't the best grammar, but it, it, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I ain't even gonna say it twice. Don't take shit personal when you're out in these streets. You don't know these motherfuckers. These co-workers. You don't know what the fuck kind of text they got on the way to work. What happened to them in the bed? They dick couldn't get hard. Pussy hurting. You don't know what's going on with these people. Don't take shit personal. Shit getting out of hand. You don't know what the fuck to do next. Everybody coming at you from every angle. Serenity prayer. Calm down. Relax. You know the prayer. I ain't about to repeat it. We already 12 minutes into this. And finally, lastly, fucking smoke, man. Smoke. Many, many Meldricks. You know why you smoking little tiny blunts? Because another, because you already don't give a fuck what somebody else think. 
I already told you that part. That's why your blunt small, and that's why your bag lasts. Cause you don't give a fuck what another motherfucker got to say about your spending habits or your smoking habits. And with that, people, until next week, be careful, stay safe. We out. Go Browns. I'm trying to tell y'all, don't worry about what people say about you. They're going to try to belift you. They're going to try to satellite your name. They're going to try to sabotage you. They're going to just try to do anything they're trying to do to destroy you. Cleveland! This is for you!